When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to The Mentor, I'm Mark Boris. Now, Tori Archbold first found success in her 20s, leading one of Australia's most sought-after PR agencies, Torstar. She's partnered with top brands and celebrities like Drew Barrymore, Megan Gale, George Clooney, Zara, Nespresso and Victoria's Secret and every other one. Tori shares with me the framework that led her to these pivotal connections and how she continues to expand her success through her business coaching platform, Powerful Steps. So let's get into it. Tori Archbold, welcome to The Mentor. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. This is important. Lucky we did it. Can you explain why? So I am a big believer in the art of manifestation and putting out to the universe what you want to attract. And when I started my business, Powerful Steps, in 2019, I had a list of people I wanted to connect with, that I wanted to partner with, and that I wanted to deliver impact with. And you were on that list. And a couple of years later, I said to myself, I've got to make this happen. Lockdown is over. How do I meet this man? How do I get on his podcast? And so I started speaking to people and seeing what the mutual connections were. And all of a sudden, my accountant says to me, Tori, there's a last minute seat available at the Goodfellas lunch. And Mark Boris is speaking, would you like to come? So the Goodfellas is a group of guys that basically lift other men up. Mental health for yeah. me. Yeah. And they really, they give them the support. So we were females in a room full of men. And I happened to be on your table and I was like, I'm not making my move now because you're here for other people, but I'm going to make my move afterwards and see what happens. I wrote about the experience in my book, which is actually going to print as we're speaking right now. So I'm so glad that I'm sitting here in the chair with you because I said, I want to be on Mark Boris's podcast, The Mentor. So that that manifestation, um, you know, like people have views that the universe will always provide if they think in a certain way. Is that something that you believe in and actually uh, execute on? I believe you don't watch things happen. I believe you make things happen. So you can manifest, but you can't just sit back and go, is this going to land in my lap? Absolutely not. You've got to shift the energy forward and you've got to make the connections most importantly to join the dots to make it happen. I mean, I see that you were a PR person or a publicist person. You had all these famous names that you collaborated with. Well, what did you learn from these, that, this environment, that experience? So my career actually started from rejection. 
when everyone said I couldn't do something, I said I can and I will. So like many people, I went off overseas when I graduated high school and I worked for the best of the best. I didn't finish my degree and I just thought if I go and align myself with people that understand the power of leadership, the power of storytelling, I'm going to learn something and it's going to ignite a passion in me. And I came back from that experience to Australia and I wanted to start my own brand communications company because I'd had the opportunity to work with people like Viacom, so MTV, which was at the forefront of music and entertainment in those days. We're talking a couple of decades ago now. And I said, I want to attract the world's top performing retail brands because I love fashion, I love beauty, I love lifestyle celebrities because I understood that the power of their message could create and deliver impact if it was used properly um, and influences. And I sat down with a friend for a coffee date in Bills in Crown Street, Surrey Hills, and I told him my plan and he goes, you can't do that, Tori. How can you do that? You've got no money. You've got no connections. You don't even know what media is, what PR is, how to write a press release. And I said, but I believe I can do it. And he goes, I think you should go off, go back and finish that interior design degree, get married, have three kids, join a few clubs and tick all the boxes. And I remember walking out of um, that coffee date and I just was like, fuck you, (laughs) you know, like, fuck you. Like I'm 24 years old. Why can't I do what I know I'm capable of doing? And that's how Torstar was built. I was responsible for some of the biggest launches into Australia. I guess the one everyone remembers is Zara. We had 22,000 people through on the day launch. We did a million dollars in sales and people say to me, how did they find you? Well, it's the same as how I built my business through coffee dates, through connection, through my value set, because while I had nothing, I had self-belief. And I felt that if I could build a business that was anchored to my truth, that was anchored to my value set, which was passion, I was passionate about creating and building a business, creating, you know, powerful brands. Second one was integrity. I just had no time for assholes. I had no time for people saying you can't do this because I knew that I could, right? And the third one was delivery because if you're building a business, a product, a service or a brand or you're a leader, you're only as good as this last podcast chat, right, that we're having here or that last meeting, that presentation, that last deal. And I knew that if I could show people the how, the why, I would get advocacy and people would find me no matter where I was in the world and then I would have lift off. So I ended up with 22 staff. I ended up working with all the top performing brands around the world, the biggest celebrities that, you know, everyone reads about and working with these incredible influencers in business, in lifestyle that were creating and delivering impact. Belief is one thing, I get it, but you've got to be able to have the tools to execute. You've got to have the skills to know how to use the tools how does someone who has this self-belief get the skills and or the tools to make their belief a thing? In other words, bring it to a reality. It's a great question because I'm not degree educated. (laughs) So I chose to surround myself by the best of the best. Yeah. So when I started my PR company, I had no media connections. My first client was David Jones and I was asked to launch Megan Gall as the face of David Jones. I didn't know how to write a press release. I didn't know how to write a strategy. Well, how did you win that uh, job then? Well, this is really interesting, Mark. I decided that I wanted to start my agency and I started making calls because I knew that if I got a marquee client, people would stand up and take notice, right? So always you need to have a marquee client or you need to have something that you can talk about. No one in Australia would give me a chance. So I called the agency in London that had placed me into the role at Viacom and I said, hey, I'm starting up an agency in Australia. 
And this girl was like, you'd be amazing at that. Like you understand the power of storytelling. You know, you've got your finger on the pulse. I think you should go for it. And I said, but no one in Australia would give me a chance. And she said, well, they've just fired someone in a role at David Jones in Australia. I've just started a um, satellite office out there. Would you like to answer the brief? And I said, yeah. And she goes, can you write a press release? And I just said, yeah. And I went home and I just wrote it. And I hopped on a bus, I went into my dad's office, I faxed it and I got the job. So, you know, you can do anything if you set your mind to it. But the reason why I was able to write that press release was that I'd had that experience by hopping on the plane to London, by being in the thick of media and understanding the power of storytelling. So I understood the power of an angle, but I most importantly, I understood the power of taking people on a journey. And when you're building a brand, a product, a service, or as a leader, you have to take people on a journey. That's sort of very American. Do you think that will work, say, in Australia, for example, or even in the UK? Perhaps the UK is a bit more aggressive as well, like like the US, sort of aggressive. Well, not aggressive, but like uh, people aren't static. They're dynamic. They're moving around doing stuff. Because I just noticed you in the coffee shop next door. So um, you, you saw me there. You... Uh, sort of came in with a soccer tackle. You started talking to me about whatever it is you wanted to talk to me about and I noticed that there's a style associated with this type of system, call it networking or getting what you want. So I saw you ordering coffee for everybody, for yourself, and you're talking to the person you weren't going, you didn't go around to the the normal place where you actually order coffee, which is around the front. Um, I was trying to redirect you. Um, because all I wanted to be the greatest respect, all I wanted to do was sit down and fucking uh, drink my <laughs> cup of tea and uh, read my brief. And, uh, and it could be a whole lot of shit, a lot of other things still had to do before I got into the podcast, just things I have to tick off before I dedicate an hour to you. Some people might say it's pushy. Mm. Not everybody can do that. You don't care about being rejected. I could have told you to fuck off, but I don't think you were the sort of person you wouldn't have even heard that. No, I believe that in life doors open where they're meant to open for you. And I also believe that doors shut when they're not meant for you. And rather than saying... But that's very fatalist. Yeah. So you don't say you control the things, you just let destiny take its control. Yeah, I never had a business plan. I've ne- I still don't have a business plan, Mark. Yeah. I just go with the flow. And I say to myself, you know what, I'm meant to meet people at a certain place in my life and we're meant to come together, we're, make, we're meant to deliver impact, we're meant to create value for other people and I just trust that process. And I know... It's a lot very of, unstructured though. It is, Tori. but it works and I know that it works for other people because I teach it now in my programs. So it is, yes, it's definitely an unstructured process but it's managed to attract the most incredible opportunities into my life because if I take it back a step, you know, I have no money, I have no connections, I have no clients, right? I've been rejected on my idea. What do I do? I say to myself, if I'm going to commit to building a global network, if I'm going to commit to attracting what I want into my life, which were these brands, celebrities, influencers, I've got to have a clear message. I've got to understand my how, my why, so I can get that advocacy so that I can have the lift off in my business. So all my life I've committed since I was 24 to three coffee dates a week. One with someone I know, which is like catch up, how are you going, how can we help each other? It's always based on a mutual exchange well, of that's energy. that's structured. That's structured. This is structured. The second is someone I want to partner with, right? So for me, I wanted to partner with you on this show. That's and structured. have this podcast, right? So it's like I had it on the runway of life. I was like somehow in the next couple of years I'm going to make that happen. But then it's someone which is a wild card, which is completely outside but of your comfort too. zone. It is. But 
I trust the process, yeah? So yes, while I do have structure, I'm a little bit loose in terms of what comes into my life, but I create the boundaries. Okay, so like uh, you're somebody sitting around thinking about setting up a business, listening to this. You're not saying oh, you reject structure and that you look for the universe to provide outcomes, no. but what you do do is you do accept the outcome no matter what. You will accept your destiny, accept your fate. Like yeah. it's not meant to happen, it's not meant to happen. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But you do use structure in terms of your your daily routine because, you know, you have regularity. That's structure to me. That's a discipline. That's a mindset. But maybe is a, is a good way to describe it then, Tori, is that the way you go about it is in a scattergun approach. So fire from every direction and just see what comes back your way. No, I see, and this is so great. I'm so glad that you're digging deep on this as well because it's important. I'm loving this. I understand what the strategy, I understand what the outcome is, and then I follow the signs to get there, yeah? So at the moment, for instance, we're launching our book. If I want that book to be a bestseller, I know that there are two people in the world that can create the, the impact, but most importantly, the advocacy, right? In this market, in the UK, in Australia, in the US. So one of them's Oprah and the second one is Hello Sunshine, Book Club with Reese Witherspoon. How does a girl from Australia get those connections? I'd like to know. Yeah, through the power of coffee dates. So during lockdown, I, instead of having three coffee dates a week, I committed to up to 22 a week. I had these little virtual coffee dates and like you, I was on the podcast, I was interviewing people and I realised that human connection and the power of your story and how you can add value to people is what gets people through in times of turbulence. But most importantly, it's a glue that sticks on the customer journey. So I tracked down a mutual connection for Oprah's former chief of staff. I had a coffee date with her when she was in Canada. We then stayed connected because I wanted her on the podcast and I wanted to get into Oprah's magazine. And of course, someday I'd love the book to land on Oprah's desk and for her to go, who's this woman from Australia? And, you know, how have I inspired her to be who she is today? Which is the truth, right? So I interviewed her former chief of staff and she said to me, how can I help you, Tori? And I said, well, you know, I'm going to be writing this book and the book hadn't been written yet. And she said, well, when you write it, reconnect with me. Yeah. So this is like a timing thing. Have you reconnected with her? Yes, I have. She was her longest chief of staff, but she's still connected in. But through that journey as well, I've met other people within Oprah's circle as well that I'm sharing the journey of my story with and saying, look, I would really love to be involved in the power of what Oprah is creating for other people. And I think that I've got value to add, which is most important. It's not about ticking a box. It's about what value can you add that's going to create inspiration or show people a different way of living their life so that they can step on up and into their power, whether it's for business or, you know, life experiences. Then with Hello Sunshine, I'd been watching the journey of Reese Witherspoon, you know, from her early seed investor, who is an Australian called Sarah Harden. Um, and she's a CEO. She used to work for News Corp. And, you know, they were bought out by a private equity company. I think it was a billion dollars about a year ago. And I'd found this story fascinating about how an Australian had partnered with an, with an American um, who was obviously really good at what she did, but also they've got this production arm where they're producing the morning show, you know, with Jen Aniston, et cetera. And 24 hours before I was due on my flight back to LA a couple of weeks ago, 
um, my girlfriend got in contact with me and she's in our Powerful Steps community and she said, hey, um, remember how I said I was going to introduce you to Sarah? Let me get you on WhatsApp because I feel like you should have a coffee date with her when you're in LA. And I said, I would really appreciate that. So 48 hours later, I had a lunch date with her and normally, you know, women in those positions, they have, you know, half an hour to give you of their time. We sat there for 90 minutes and she gave me some of the best advice of my career. Now, through the power of connection, but also the power of, you know, allowing other people to understand who you are, what you stand for, most importantly, what you stand against, what you do is you open up the synchronicities of life where people want to lean into not only what you have to offer, but what they can offer you. If I go back, you know, to when we launched Zara in Australia, I said to them, how did you find me? Like, I'm just a random, you know, woman in my early thirties. I was a single mom running a business. I said, how did you find me? And I remember the chief of communications, he said to me, Tori, well, we heard you work with passion. We heard you work with integrity, but most importantly, you deliver. And he goes, and that was it for us. And I thought, isn't that interesting? Those three values that I launched my business on is what attracted the number one retail brand in the world. Okay, cool. You've got this uh, sort of nearly manic belief in yourself. Um, do you ever get to a point where that gets challenges? Oh, fuck. Yes, absolutely. So what do you, do? you get challenged all the time. Many years ago, you know, you're right. I was running a manic life. You know, I was at the top of my game in PR. I was working 80 hours a week. I was a single mom. I was trying to do it all. And you know what, if I look back, I go, you know, how did I keep it all together? I didn't. And I ended up in hospital, had a near-death experience in 2013. What, what, what was that? Like? My appendix burst. I got yep. septicemia. So I was in a coma, lost eight kilos in five days. And the surgeon said to me, you know, it's going to take you six months to recover. And I thought, I'm going to leave hospital, you know, I'm going to bounce back. That did not happen for three or four years. I suffered from adrenal fatigue, chronic fatigue, all of that. So I had to really look at who I was surrounding myself with, who I was saying yes to, but most importantly, who I needed to say no to. So when you say, you know, you've got this belief in yourself, I have never wavered on the fact that I can do what I believe I can do. That's just the way I made it. That's just the way I made like I, I believe that I can make a difference, but most importantly, it's not about me. It's about the people I surround myself with because you can't build a business without a team. Yeah. You can't build a movement without a community. All you are is in this position as a conduit, which is a very humbled position to be in, to be able to share those experiences with others. And is, and is that how you think at the end of the day you can get through to Pretty tough environments like Oprah or Reese Witherspoon for that matter um, or those environments because, you know, they, they're getting hit up a th by a thousand Tories a day. Of course they and, are. And uh, yeah. what, what would make... What makes you different. What makes you different. Yeah, that's such a great question. What makes anyone different? You know, we're all born unique. We all have our own individual superpowers. Um, you know what? They can reject me as well and I'm okay with that. But what do you think will get you through? What will get me through to the end game? It's my passion. It's my integrity and my delivery. And it's my, 
it's my belief that if I can tap into the power of their communities, that I've got a strong message that will allow others to believe in the possibilities in life. Because I've had tough times, you know. I wasn't, you know, delivered my business on a silver platter. I didn't get married until I was 46. You know, I was a single mum for 12 years. I had an ex that stalked me up to 100 times a day. You know, I had a team of lawyers that couldn't sort it out. I became the lawyer, stepped into my power and did it myself. Like there's resilience and grit to my story that I never spoke about until three years ago because I think I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid I'd lose clients and I just, I wasn't ready and prepared for it. But now that I understand that the power of my story can help other people, I've stepped forward and I want to meet with these communities like, you know, Hello Sunshine and Oprah and there's there's many, many more because I believe that the people that are in those communities can benefit from my story. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Let's look at Australia, what Australians should be thinking about in terms of preparing for what could be a challenging period economically in Australia. You know, we call it recession, whatever, who cares, but a tougher time, something different to what we've been experiencing. And for that matter, something different to some people have never experienced uh, tough times. We've had either globally or here in Australia. Tori, what sort of mindset and advice would you give to Australians who are either thinking about going into business or are currently in business and maybe just started off and are getting nervous and or confused about what they're being presented with by all the media and the commentators? So for me, that's about getting really clear on who you want to be at the end of 2023 and mapping it out so that you can actually navigate yourself towards achieving that goal. Now, for me, that is a morning ritual. So every single day since I had that near-death experience, um, you know, I met with this Buddhist monk in Thailand and he said to me, Tori, you need to slow down. Like you can't be this person anymore. You need to slow down. And he said, you need to learn how to meditate. And I was like, I don't have time to meditate. Like I don't have time. And who has time to spend 40 minutes a day? I don't have that. I'm running a business. I'm a single mom. And he said, well, who do you have a shower with? I said, I have a shower with myself in the morning because I wasn't getting my daughter organized and she was had been a bit grown up. And he said, that is going to be the place that you anchor yourself to your intent and your purpose every single morning. So what I do, and this is what I recommend to everyone, 
is you get some lavender oil, costs less than $10 at Chemist Warehouse, right? So it's a really, it's a good investment. Three drops on your decollage each morning. You inhale, exhale three times. It anchors you and you just listen to what your body wants to tell you. And you can actually see the runway of life. What's going to happen that day? What are you going to do? You know, for instance, this morning in the shower, I knew the questions and I'd written the framework, but then other ideas came to me that I knew that I wanted to get across in this podcast chat that would help your community, right? So if you use that to set you up in the day, it's really good. Anchor it at nighttime with the same ritual, but actually show gratitude. Like gratitude shifts our energy. So for instance, for me at the end of today, there's a whole lot of stuff I'm doing, but one of the things I'm going to be grateful for is that, you know what, this manifestation to be here came true, right? And the business deal I'm about to do this afternoon came true. So I'd be like, thank you. Keep repeating it. You watch the energy shift. The second thing is, you know what, you want to recession proof yourself. People do not have time to read a CV. What they have time to do is Google you. What does Captain Google say about you? That is actually the CV of your life, of your business and who you are. So if you want to reach out and connect with someone, why are they saying yes to a coffee date? Why are they saying yes to you being on a podcast? Why are they saying yes to an interview or yes to a deal? It's because they've done their research on who you are online. So really consider what the brand SEO says about you. Now, the quickest way to manipulate that data is through social media apps. So a lot of people are like LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, you know, you name it. You're probably on all of them as well. I only just joined TikTok because my daughter was like, mom, you have to do it. And also in the US, they're like, there's book talk tour. You've got to get involved in it. I got to wrap my head around that. But I know that that's also going to drive algorithms to help me with my brand. But if we go back to business and recession proofing yourself, my advice is this, get on LinkedIn. 30% of my referrals come through LinkedIn. LinkedIn has a biggest algorithm for your business CV in the world. Now, I've been in three different countries in the last four weeks and I always in every country, I Google what it says about my business and what it says about me. Yeah. And I can see that the algorithms and what people are clicking on is what comes up in the search engine. So for instance, you know, my husband is in corporate Australia, he's in a leadership role. And I've been saying to him for the last year, you need to really look at your LinkedIn profile. And he goes, why? People know who I am. And I said, well, we're about to go into a recession. You're in the property industry. You know, this is like sink or swim for a lot of these property deals can't get up and running. So last week we sat down and I said, let's just go right back to when you left school. I want you to go away and write down your career path. But what I want you to do is show me that success, sorry, show me the success, but also show me the challenges. I don't want to see that it's just been a slice of pie that you've really enjoyed eating. I want to see the grit of what you've gotten over, right? Because people read through the shit. They just want to see, okay, well, you've had this problem. How did you solve it? So since we've done that last week, he's had three or four different opportunities come through to him. People going, oh my gosh, I forgot that you were responsible for those results. And he goes, I can't believe that it took you to nudge me a week before Christmas to do this, but look at what's happening. And I said, I know. Is that on LinkedIn? This is LinkedIn. This is LinkedIn. So don't, when, you know, you're facing a redundancy or you don't have a job, or even if you've just left school, don't underestimate the power of LinkedIn. That is your CV. That algorithm, it's B2B. People are looking on there. They're not going on to seek advertising jobs. They're looking at Google, right? Um, Now, the other thing as well is you want a photo of you 
that best represents you. Yeah. So you know what you at the staff Christmas party with your arm around someone and you put that on LinkedIn and everyone's like, oh my God, there's a party person. I'm not going to hire them. Invest in a good photo and make sure that the photo, like you're engaged, you know, your eyes are alive, you're happy, right? Because that's, again, that gets tagged by LinkedIn and it comes up when you Google yourself, Google yourself where it says images. Now, the other thing is you might want to Google yourself in the news section. So I had this great client, Amy, she's, you know, a senior um, leader in a very big global company, has a massive team. She came to me and she said, look, I want to get into a board role. I want to get into a more senior leadership position. Um, How do I do it? I'm struggling. I said, you need to go onto LinkedIn. I said, but before we even do that, we're going to Captain Google. I said, you're a fucking drug dealer from Idaho. I said, you've been busted for isometh. And she goes, what? (laughs) And I said, this is what your name is associated with. So let's beat the algorithm. Let's get you moving and let's get you that board role and let's get you that leadership role. So by her actually manipulating what was said about another Amy from Idaho, even though she was based in Australia, even though she was American, she was able to beat the algorithms and get that promotion, right? So really invest in being very clear about who you are. Now, the other thing you might want to do is talk about clickbait. So I've only been on LinkedIn for three years. So for me, I was a girl in a little black dress. I blended in behind the scenes for, you know, pulling the levers for everyone else. But then I had to step forward and become my own brand. So I understand how hard this is when you need to step forward and be visible because the first time I was in front of a camera, I froze. Like I get it. I didn't want to write anything about myself. I didn't want to share anything about myself. So I hired a copywriter to write my bio and she, you know, she said to me, Tori, we're going to put in this that the first time you got married was at 46. So yeah, sure. We're going to tell the journey of your, you know, your career, which is exceptional and all the rest of it, but we need something for people to email you about. I cannot tell you how many women in leadership emailed me and said, oh my gosh, you didn't get married until you were 46. I'm like, yeah, that was like way down in the bio, but it's, you've got to have a hook. You've got to give people something that ignites a conversation, you know, and that conversation starter allowed me to then get into another community of women in Australia, which was on my manifestation list, which was the Women in Focus with ComBank Private. So don't just think that your thinking is the right way. You've got to be agile in your thinking because when you're going into a recession or downtimes or whatever you want to call it, you can't just walk in a straight line. You've got to be able to go off piste if you have to. You know, that's my advice. Be visible, understand the power of your story, network, is your biggest asset. And the last thing I want to add as well is, you know, partnerships. Partnerships don't cost anything if it's a mutual exchange of energy. So if you're um, a product, a brand or a service, and you're listening to this podcast right now and you go, fuck, I've got no marketing dollars or, oh, I'm setting up a side hustle. I've got no marketing dollars. That's actually okay. You've got people. Go onto LinkedIn, go onto Instagram, Facebook, make a list of the people that you want to connect with and call, see what the like-minded communities and audiences are and say to them, hey, let's collaborate. Let's do something together. So off the power of the coffee date, about six months ago, I got this email from a PR company and they said, oh, we love your coffee challenge, Tori, which anyone can actually download off our website, Mark, so that they can map out their own coffee dates because I'm like, This is a good formula. It works. And they said, we want to collaborate with you, but we want to look at seven different women that 
hit our audience and, um, you know, can you come and coffee date for free in the Kimpton? And I was like, I don't have time <laughs> to jump in a cab or park my car in the city and just coffee date as one of seven people. I said, why don't we look at a longer more structured strategy where I actually become a brand partner and it's based on a mutual exchange of energy. You want this certain target audience to come in and be aware of your living room where they can coffee date, of Luke's kitchen with Luke Mangan where they can eat, where all the rock stars stay, you know, upstairs in the suites. I said, why don't I showcase that and in return I'll bring my community but we can do it as a contra deal. So they said, yes. Then I said to them, I'm launching into the US. Can you please introduce me to your network? I'd like to do the same thing. So that's what we're doing. So you don't have to exchange money with people. What you have to do is look at what you can offer them and what they can offer you. And by tapping into the power of different communities, you amplify your reach, which means that you're visible, which means that you're creating opportunities, just like my husband did on LinkedIn. And people put you into the consideration pack. So really what you're talking about is exchange of value. Correct. And how do you know what's valuable for someone you're offering the exchange with? So you're going to be seeking something from them. They'll know what their value is mm. uh, and sometimes they overvalue it. But how do you convince them that what you're offering is valuable? How do you find out what you think they think is valuable? You've got to research who they are, yeah? You've got to research um, their language, how they tell their story, who's engaging with them. Basically, you're going to stalk them, like, you know, basically. Well, yeah, you can be. I say to my daughter all the time, be the super stalker. Understand who people are before you meet them, you know, and social media tells the greatest story about that that yes. we've ever seen and so it's really for free. So you've got to profile them. So you've got to you, profile them, yeah. yeah. So it's – but you, literally, though, you're, you you do do that. If, you're, if there's someone yeah. there that you want to partner with and work with and will have an exchange with um, – you make sure you know a lot about them. A hundred percent. But you've got to know about them. But Not you've just got facts, to, but you've got to know who they are. Correct. But you've also got to understand who they've worked with previously. Yeah. If you can, what kind of a partnership deal did they do? What kind of results came out of that? And then you've got to go, well, how can I add value? So if we go back to the Kimpton Margot Sydney example, they thought my value was one coffee date, but it wasn't. It was a series of events. So I could easily prove to them the value of what I could offer, which formed the partnership. And they could prove to me what they could also offer me in return for my time in my community. And then off the back of that, what's happened is we've generated income for them with my community going in and booking and using their facilities. And what they've given me is a really strong, incredible brand name that I believe in that actually works with my lifestyle and my brand. Yeah, but effectively you're creating something out of what would others would say was creating something out of nothing. A hundred percent. But it's by, by but it but it's by recognizing I know I use the word stalk, but it's not really I was just being funny about that. But it's really actually profiling somebody when you say knowing what they what they consider to be valuable, you have to know that. You have to work it out what and you're speculating to some extent. And to some extent you're sort of you'll misfire. So you'll be you're firing off stuff hoping something will stick. And you're watching what sticks. You Not know. necessarily. You know, so, so with so the Kimpton, I knew that they were targeting women, thirty to fifty-five. I knew because I could see the type of communication that they were doing, and I also looked up the history of the brand, and the brand strategy and where it came from was actually female skewed. 
So okay. it was based on fact. Okay, yeah. so you do you sit down and actually write notes on this stuff, or do you in just, my head? Yeah, you store yeah. it, but your but but is it a conscious process, like, yeah. or is it something you just do? Not subconsciously, but you just do it. I mean, is it a conscious? Okay, today I'm going to be looking at uh, this particular brand. I'm going to see if I can do some partnership with them. I wonder if there's going to be a good exchange of value there. And um, what I'm going to do, I'm going to set aside some time on Monday morning at 9 a.m. and I'm going to go through all their socials and um, do a bit of research on them and try and profile them. Is that a conscious thing you do or is it something you do over a period of time just by quickly looking at what they're doing, what they're saying? I think it's got to be that whoever's in your social media feed, number one, I don't follow anyone that's not aligned with my values or it's not aligned with something that ignites passion or curiosity. So I'm already getting information that's aligned with who I am. So you, you read all the social, the, all the all the stories and all the stuff that people are sending yeah. out that you follow. Yeah, that I follow. And I clean out my socials every six weeks and anything that's not, that I'm just like, oh, I haven't looked at that, I'll just, I'll remove it. So I've got a really, really clear feed. But I'm going to give you an example that I think will relate back more to your audience. So when we had Tour Star, we represented Sukin, which when we worked with them. The hand wash stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and they're a family business, so an $8 million business when we started working with them. And obviously, you know, they sold for a large amount through an M&A deal. And my role was to build them as a global brand, right? Now, to build them as a global brand to get the deal for the M&A deal, um, we needed eyeballs, but we also needed people that were aligned with their values. So they were a small business. And so my strategy with them was let's partner with another small business, but outside of the realm of, you know, face and body. So we really researched with this same, you know, method of like, what other brands can we consciously couple them with? And we decided a small brand called Nimble, which is Bondi based, yep. yeah, two entrepreneurs. You're talking about the- uh, The two girls, Vera yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, so I can't the, remember. The gym wear. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were fantastic. Now, that was such a successful partnership for them because they were both able to acquire new people into their databases and new sales. Second thing I'm going to give you an example of is, you know, anyone can do this. You've got to get people in the room. So we do these events through Powerful Steps where um, I only do limited seating. It's like up to 50 people. And I never tell people who's speaking very rarely. Um, I just say trust the process and show up because when I was doing events for, you know, everyone at Torstar was like, you had the invite, you knew who was going. It was like the same celebrity role call at every single event. And I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. I want people to trust and value what I have to offer. So we did an event a couple of months ago and um, I had Carla Oates from The Beauty Chef come and speak because I really believe that as a woman in leadership, you also need to look after yourself on the inside. And um, she was fantastic. Now, 80% of the women that we had in the room from that event bought product from them because they understood the value, they understood her journey, but most importantly, it was a match. Second example is this. I had another lady um, who was actually my old client, Josie Bryce Smith. She started um, Original Mineral. It's a hair care company. It's now got $20 million turnover. Now, I knew her when she lived above her hair salon in Paddington. She was one of my first clients with Torstar. So we've been on the journey together for like 20, 25 years. She's now got private equity involved in her business. I said, the power of your story and the hustle of what you do, she'd be a great one for you to interview, is extraordinary. Can you come and speak at one of my events and, you know, speak on my podcast? And she said, yeah. Now, the thing is, when you are the conduit, which we talked about before, and you're a connector, 
you don't just put people in a room, you have a seating plan. Now I sat her next to another senior leader for a big company in Australia. I won't say what it is because um, just through the privacy, she's now appointed her as her CEO to drive her business global. And she said, thanks to you, Tori, for seating me next to this woman, I've got my new CEO. So it's all about leaning into the power of your community, but understanding what's a match. You know, you've got to be a matchmaker. How is your product and your service, which you are launching in 2023, and your three businesses, you've probably got more than that, but at least three businesses we talk about today. Well, what would you like to say to anybody who might be listening about how they, they can get their superpower released you know, by tapping into what it is you're going to publish? Just jump onto our website and, you know, join the power of our community. What's the website called? Powerful-steps.com. Powerful-steps.com. Dash-steps.com. Dot com, yep. And just see if it speaks to you, you know. I don't believe that you should do a hard sell on product. I believe that if you take people on a journey, the right people will go on it with you. So the way that I've set up this business is it's a toolkit from what I learnt when I created Torstar, when I worked with the world's, you know, top performing brands. But most importantly, um, you know, this business is based on heart, not ego. And I really wanted to have an entry level for people where I gave them, you know, the structure. I don't know, we talk about me being non-structural, but the coffee date. So I've got this masterclass, which is called Network Like a Pro. And it basically takes you back to when I started Torstar. How did I do it? It shows you how to build your LinkedIn profile. It gives you guidance onto how to set up those coffee dates. Now, if you do that masterclass, it's $2.99. But after 12 weeks of coffee dating, sorry, 12 coffee dates over four weeks, you're going to look back and you're going to see who you coffee dated with. And I will guarantee you that you will have three times the opportunities that you would never have had if you hadn't have done that program. We've got another one, which is called the Business Attraction Program, which is something that I lead. So we've had, you know, um, Telstra Award winners go through that, you know, women in leadership to entrepreneurs, to people that are just at that transformational um, phase in life. And they're like, what next? I've had great success, but how do I get to the next level? So that program is sitting in there as well. And then obviously, you know what, the book is what I call, um, the tree, the trunk of the tree. It's like, it's going to ground everything that I'm doing. And as you say, it's all the different businesses that people can tap into and all the different, you know, bits of expertise that I've learned along the highway of life that I just feel very humbled and grateful to now be able to stand in my own power and share with others. Well, Tori Archbold, I uh, have just copped a whole barrage of energy from you. It's, it's amazing. And uh, I no doubt that that same energy is going to come out in your what you're publishing and your website for that matter, but also what you're going to publish in 2023. And for all those people who are sitting around confounded about what they're reading in the newspaper about what's going to happen in 2023, you've now presented us with a, a complete opposite effect. Um, and uh, not to say that everyone's going to have to be like you, but at the same time you've provided us a, a complete opposite view. In other words, you're saying, fuck the recession or fuck whatever's going to happen. Just go and do what you got to do. hundred percent, Mark. And like, just present present your best self. Yeah. Have some structure, even though you, when I first met you inside there, that uh, in the coffee shop, I thought, my God, this is, there's no structure here at all. But actually you got a lot of structure and it's probably more the way you present your energy as opposed to the way you think. So your presentation of energy is just full on. It just flows out of you. 
So good luck for 2023. Um, I'm sure, given that you're given your network and uh, the way you're going about this, I'm sure you're going to be successful like everything else you've done in your life. Oh, thank you so much, Mark, and thank you for making my dream reality today as well. You're most welcome. Thanks for listening to the Mentor. Audio and production is by Jess Morley, and production assistants Jonathan Leondis. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.